Welcome, 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 everybody. Here we go again with another edition of the Watkins Award. I'm your host, T. Tate, the coach, the coach, and my right-hand guy. But I don't know, after today, we may lose a little bit of right-handedness. You know, some fingers will be left off. My sidekick, Jay Ever Pearsaw, he has this big star on his shirt. And what in the world can I say about this star on his shirt and in the bullseye in the middle of his head? We're going to get to the bottom of this. But in the interim, if you ever want to go back and listen to any of our shows, you know, and just verify whether or not that shirt that Jay Everett Pearsall has on and, and that cap was actually real. It's only one reason why I'm going to let him get away with it. But if you want to go back, listen to any of our shows, you can go to SoundCloud, Our Heart, TuneIn, Roku, Google Play, Overcast, Apple Podcast. I mean, you can go pretty much any major podcast and you can listen to our former shows as well as go to the website. Uh, you know, it's, it's no doubt that BBS Radio uh, you can go there. You can look at and um, www.naaaa.com. You can go to all these places and see it. So with this being the 34th edition, we got a very special guest. I mean, clearly for a football, basketball, baseball, any type of athlete, this individual Marcus Jackson is going to really and truly bring reality home. But before we get there, before I get into the details, Mr. Pearsall, tell what in the world is going on? I'm trying to figure this out, man. You hurt my eyes. Well, you, you know that I had an opportunity to, to watch from home this weekend. And watching from home, front and center, I had the chance to watch your no-name football team lay an egg, which gives the wonderful Cowboys an opportunity to take the lead in the division tonight. So tonight being Monday Night Football, I'm in Pennsylvania, and you can't see it, but I'm surrounded by Eagles fans. Um, I'm here to claim the division. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you're so bold and... And, and, you know, and, and that's okay, and brash, that's okay. That's okay, because I've, I've always, always supported these tremendous young men that come from the Watkins Award, these tremendous young men. And you have none other than Matt Iceman Daniels that's with the Dallas Cowboys as a coach, so that's the only reason I'll let you get away with this. Well, you, you're leaving out something that's extremely important, Mr. Tate. Today is his birthday. So I'm well, representing the team that I love and the Watkins alumni on his birthday. Well, Mad Dog's birthday today. Mad Dog's birthday is today. Well, I'm today. glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. You making up for a lot of things. First of all, happy birthday to Matt 
Daniels. I ain't going to call him Mad Dog. I'm going to call him Matt Daniels. I mean, a tremendous scholar athlete. Go back to uh, the 24th edition of our show, and you can hear Matt Daniels in his own words and what it took to become a bona fide scholar athlete. And by the way, Matt Daniels being from Georgia, hey, that's all I can tell you. In the day, of course, I'm wearing Georgia. Now, Matt Daniels went to Duke, so let's get that clear. But this is a Georgia Bulldog polo shirt. You know, and it seems like I'm wearing a lot of other – I don't want to give any cheap publicity, but other teams. But I've been wearing a lot of Georgia stuff lately. So I really enjoy this, and I'm going to enjoy the young man that we're going to bring up today who has a tremendous story, especially in light of when we talk about perseverance, being focused, uh, and certainly the spiritualness in him is going to really come out. But before I go any further, Mr. Pierce, First of all, you know, I always like to do the disclaimer, the views and opinions of the Watkins Awards show are those of Coach T. Tate and those of Jerry Pierce. Yeah, that, the one that got that star <laughs> right there in the middle of his chest. Oh, is that a is that a cowboy watch as well? Oh, my goodness. Will you please stop it? Stop it, Mr. Pierce. <laughs> and that cat. No, so that's the guy. You know, they and, and despite me being with this guy, still the views and opinion of this show are of us and just us. You know, so don't blame it on on the radio station. Don't blame it on the sponsors and advertisers. It's put it on us, you know, and they not necessarily anyone else's views but ours because they coming out of our mouth. But, Mr. Pearson, I just want to say you know, first of all, give, you know, certainly the the credit, what credit is due, JMA Solutions, uh, Miss Jan Adams, you know, we always want to give her credit, what credit is due, and what she does, offices in D.C., uh, East Harbor Township, New Jersey, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, uh, Exotic Car, uh, Sharing.com, War Law Office, J.C. Lofton's, you know, I'm sure J.C. Loftins is going to be upset you wearing that that T-shirt when you should be wearing one of his two-piece suits. I mean, that that is an embarrassment to J.C. Loftins designs that you will be wearing a T-shirt unless you're telling me that's custom made. But I know J.C. Loftins would not make a custom T-shirt like that. There's no way in the world he would do a custom T-shirt like that. But I take one of his blue jackets that he did customize for me and lay it right over top of this shirt so the star is center force. <laughs> oh, quick loop and magicwastevalet.com where Mr. Merlin Knight guarantees you you will not be unsatisfied with his service. So, Mr. Pearson, I know we've been talking about a lot of things during our introductories but there's something that we kind of touched on last week. Uh, and But this week, I want you to get a little bit more into it. And what we touched on was the fact that, uh, or a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the birthday of Miss Dean. 
you know, we, we talked about her birthday and what was going on and that her son, Nicobe, a uh, tremendous athlete, you know, that he was celebrating her birthday as well. So, you know, it's never, 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 ever, you can always say happy belated birthday. So I'm saying happy belated birthday to Miss Dean again. But you got what you call a game of the week. So, you know, let's, let's talk about your game of the week, Mr. Pearson. Great question. A great question, Coach Tate. And so every week uh, when the season begins, I select an opportunity to go out and see uh, Watkins men participate at the college level. And um, oftentimes uh, when I'm able to, there'll be uh, players on each team. And so it gives me an opportunity not only to see the players perform. And one of the things that I tell the players every year is that I'll guarantee you to come to just one game a year, because you have to imagine that I'm trying to manage a schedule schedule whereby I'm going to see 25 young men play at the highest level of college football. And so I, I you know, I put it together uh, back in July, August timeframe, and I make my travel and lodging arrangements, uh, but I get on the road, uh, typically the first week in September, sometimes the last week of August, and I begin my journey throughout the season to see every one of the Watkins men who are playing at the college level perform. And it gives me an opportunity to see uh, the 18 that are playing at the NFL level as well. But my focus on game of the week is the college individuals who are performing. And I've had the opportunity to do this two times this year thus far. Whoa. So, um, you know, I, I was looking at my phone as well, so there's something else that I may, may uh, announce. Uh, but, you know, your game of the week, uh, you've gone around all year long, and these are the young men who have been honored uh, for past awards. And I know that you try to find games where there is a player uh, on both teams that are Watkins honorees. So the next game of the week is going to be when for you? Will be next week. But let's talk about a couple of the past games while we have a few moments. And so my first outing was out to Los Angeles. And I got out there uh, with the opportunity to see Stanford compete against USC. Uh, On the USC team, we had Christopher Thompson Jr., who transferred to USC from Auburn uh, after a coaching change, figuring that that would be a great fit for him. And uh, after redshirting and then going out there is looking forward to the rest of the season. Unfortunately, yet under another new coach where the head coach out there was let go. He's a five-star uh, at the safety position, uh, was a finalist in the state, um, I believe at Duncanville. I may be wrong about that, but I believe it was Duncanville uh, in, in Dallas or right outside of Dallas, Texas. Real special individual. Had a chance to uh, see him and his mom after the game and and be able to kind of share the journey going from Auburn out to California and getting him settled in. Um, But I'm excited for him and his future in California. And I know that the future holds well, uh, unfortunately, under yet another, which will probably be his third head coach in in three years um, or less. And so he's got some challenges ahead of him, but I'll guarantee you, that he's a special individual, but more importantly, uh, USC will be a better team having had them out there. And he played against Stanford. And uh, at that game, 
I was able to see three players at Stanford. And let me tell you, it was a special journey to see all three of those individuals. And so the first I'll mention is Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson is now in his sixth year at playing college football. He went in and redshirted. He then broke his foot, had surgery. He then dislocated his shoulder, had surgery. And so his first four or five years at the university were riddled with injuries. And so he now finally has an opportunity to compete. And now he's starting at defensive tackle and he is in there doing one bang up of a job. It was just refreshing to see this five-star Under Armour All-American come out and get on the field. And after injuries, not letting them hold him back, he's already graduated and he will complete his master's degree by June. I am also watching a breakout year by Elijah Higgins. Elijah Higgins has now been moved from receiver to tight end. And I'll tell you that uh, he's establishing himself as one of the top tight ends in the country. This past week, he had 103 yards and a 56-yard touchdown. I was able to see both Ryan's mom and Angela. I was also able to see Karan and George, Elijah's mom and dad. And our third uh, and Aeneas to Cosmo, where Maia, his mother, was able to spend some time with me before the game as well. Again, establishing himself, but really trying to get on the field and get his football gear on uh, in his second year there at Stanford. Extremely exciting. I'll rapidly talk about the second week. And after this, hopefully we have an opportunity to take it one week at a time. Uh, we have an individual in Quincy Patterson who left Chicago on the south side to go to Virginia Tech. And after three years with Virginia Tech, uh, decided to enter into the portal and one year away from graduation, um, moved over to North Dakota State, who's turned out the last three first round draft picks in the NFL. I should say two first rounders and I believe one second or third rounder. Boy, did he eat Towson State alive. You know, they went on to win 35 to nothing and I watched them drop dimes left and right. He's really going to have a special year. He ran for two touchdowns, threw for two touchdowns before they brought the second team in. Quincy Patterson sitting at 6'4", 6'5", 240 pounds. Can't be stopped on the ground or in the air. And so the first two weeks of Watkins Games of the Week have been extremely special. And let me tell you, these guys are going to eat them alive on the field, but more importantly, in the classroom. Man, that is absolutely awesome, man, to hear, you know, some of those things that you talk about, about these current uh, Watkins honorees who, you know, just recently um, just left high school and are already making impacts on their teams. I mean, and I, I can't wait as the season progresses and you go to more places because I can only imagine the crowd and how, I, I mean, that, that must have been a crazy atmosphere out there oh. watching that crowd. <laughs> it was a crazy crowd. And I tell you, Stanford showed up and showed out, um, unfortunately, for uh, USC. And then, uh, you know, I told you what North Dakota State did, the Towson, Maryland. Um, that thing wasn't even a competition. But uh, Quincy drove him down the field every time for a touchdown, all but one. You know, he, oh. he ate him alive. He, he's a guy that's going to hit the radar real quick. Well, I just wanted to say I also saw something uh, before I introduce our next guest. 
Um, I want everyone to visit uh, ESPN.com forward slash Allstate to vote on the 2021 Allstate AFCA Good Works Team Captain. And they can do this up until November the 22nd. And one of your your guys is out there. I, well, I, well, I don't I want I want to tell you that last year we had Rakavius Chambers make this team and we want to keep the streak going because we know that you know our next guest fraternity brother Nicobe Dean is up for this honor and I know that he'll you know hold the tradition of the Watkins up well but more importantly he'll be a special addition to that team but we really have to get out there and vote because if we don't vote he won't make it so do your research but understand that Nicobe Dean will be a great addition to the All-State Good Works team. So I want people to know, uh, again, go to the website ESPN.com forward slash Allstate to vote for the 2021 Allstate AFCA Good Works team captain. Now, don't take our word for it. And if you missed a couple of the past Georgia games, I encourage you to get on the computer. I'll give a, a shameless plug for YouTube. Go to YouTube. Just look at the highlights of Georgia's past game and just look at this guy just crashing into these people all over the field. I won't say anything else. I'll let the proof be in the pudding. But this next guest that we have, you know, again, I'm always overjoyed that my guests who come from the state of Georgia, because the state of Georgia, again, you know, I've run into some coaches who haven't had good things to say about football players in the state of Georgia, the type that I'm looking for. I don't know what rock or what hole their head has been in, but the Watkins Award has consistently found young men out of the state of Georgia who meet the very basic of the criteria, I have at least a 3.3 GPA and be a minimum of a four-star athlete. Now, most of my guys exceed that far and between and above. But with that said, there's a couple of things that I'm going to bring out with our next guest because, you know, I talk about the personalities and the families of these young men all the time. And this show is for the youth, both male and female, despite it being a recognition show for all of the past Watkins Award honorees. But it's also for those male and females who inspire to be great in the classroom and be extraordinary athletes and whatever it is that they want to be. So this next guest, Marcus Jackson, he brings something very special, very, very special uh, to the table. He's from North Cross, uh, Georgia, went to North Cross High School. And I remember a conversation I had with uh that I had with 
I'm going to tell you about that T-shirt because hey, uh, I got my Georgia T-shirt on because I'm supporting hey, my guests. I like I'm it. I'm supporting like it. my guests. Hey, I like but it. I like it. I had a conversation with Marcus' mom, and she said something to me that I'll never forget. Now, I'm not going to put – I'm not going to rat out any coaches. So coaches listen to our show all the time. So I don't want them to feel that I'm going to rat them out. But I am going to rat out the conversation I had with that coach, uh, and in particular with uh, with with his his moms. So when I spoke to Miss Jackson, Miss Jackson said uh, about this coach. Now let's let's be clear. Marcus Jackson was recruited by every major college. So don't be trying to say. It was this coach. It was it. Look, he was recruited by every major coach. So you got to really dig deep to try to figure this one out. You ain't going to figure this out. But at any rate, she said that the coach, the reason why he wasn't going to go to this particular school, because the coach asked her, first of all, he didn't even respect her. He talked to dad the whole time, but didn't realize that mom was going to make the final decision where her baby was going to come. But then he had nerve enough to ask her, I was looking at his transcript and he has a 4.0 on this transcript. Is this for real? It took her back. And it takes me back that even there are some college coaches who don't believe that an elite athlete, five-star athlete can't be a scholar in the classroom, it's unheard of. But with that said, Marcus, you know, I don't know what else to say, but Marcus Jackson, welcome to the Watkins Award show. And man, we are honored to have you. How you doing today? I'm honored to be here, man. I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you all had me on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listening to that story, I'm like, oh man, yeah, my my Deuce was about to go in on him. <laughs> she, he, didn't, he didn't understand it. She went well, in. Hey, went, I heard well, it. You in he the room? I heard it though. You know, I heard it. She she went in on him after that. <laughs> so you was in the room when he said that to your mom. I, I was. I was. I was. Holy cow! What? Yeah, Look, yeah, you know, at, you know. at least I got a witness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it was us. She. I told her she went in afterwards. Now after he left, it was on. She. She. Hey, she ain't. She ain't get to him in, in the beginning of. It, but hey, after he left, he heard it. He probably heard it in the back of his head. Like, hey, it's something back here burning because she was talking about. It. Man. Oh man. So you know, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of youth will listen to our show. Now this show is live but it's also carried on all the major podcast platforms so people can go back and listen to it. But one of the things I always ask our players, one of the first things I always say, Marcus, is I want to go into the household because even before I get into your household, I want the coaches and the student athletes at Norcross High School to understand how special you are. You know, sometimes you can be amongst people and they're too close to the trees and can't see the forest. I mean, you are special. This isn't an award that's just given away. Man, you was vetted 19 times over to make sure you was who they say you were and who you said you were as well. 
But take us back into the the Jackson household when you was a kid growing up. What what's going on? I mean, are you just casually just running around, not doing anything? You bump your head on a log, and now all of a sudden you start looking at your books. Oh, oh, oh no, you know, um, my mom and dad had a policy in the household. Um, my dad's policy was I'm gonna be the dumbest one in my house. Uh, that was his policy, and and mom always kept us on the ball. We had to be on those books. So uh, you know. My my dad was one was saying a B you bring a B in this house is uh you know what that mean a B mean a B so you know what I'm saying so we he kind of kept us on that but you know he he said it a lot but you know after a while we kind of figured out like hey you know this our education is something that some people can't take from us so you know it was installed that they just kept on us and on us making sure we were on our books making sure our homework was done and, and it wasn't oh you out here playing football or you playing sports. Oh, is, is that work done? It ain't how you doing out here. It's, it's, uh, is this homework done or you did your work or you get you did you finish that paper yet? Uh, so my mom was really the one that was, you know, she kept us on, kept us tight about that and make sure those grades stay, stay, stayed on, on top, you know. Um, but Absolutely. after a while, you know, it's just a part as they install it at a young age, you know, it just becomes a part of you. Like, man, you want to have, you know, you want to be. On, on top you want to make sure your grades stay up because you know it's it, that's like i said that's something that people can't take away from you so you you kind of push yourself to make sure that you stay on top of every you know all, all your books and everything even though with all the athletics you know the training and all that other stuff going on but you you know one thing we had to make sure is we stayed on those books first well you know you leave middle school you come to high school Man, most people, including your your athletes now, don't understand the commitment that it takes to be a five-star athlete. Just just doesn't happen overnight. This is progress. So when you got to the when you in the eighth grade, on your way to the ninth grade, what's your mindset as an athlete and as a student? Well, one thing, you know. Uh, I was a little bit fortunate because I had a sister that was already in high school. So I kind of knew some of the folks going in, but uh, just athletic wise, you know, I kind of saw where I could, you know, start making strides. Like I was, I was good enough to kind of compete with, especially coming in ninth grade. I didn't necessarily play ninth grade in the high school. I played rec ball ninth grade because, you know, Norcross wasn't the best in the world. I think they went two and eight that season. So we were uh, still playing rec ball, but you know, once I got into it, I was like, you know, I can, I can compete with all these guys around here, you know? So, but academically wise, it was just like, Hey, um, I, you know, my folks always told me, man, I'm here for a purpose. You know, I, I better get this education first. And if if it takes getting getting out of those sports and stuff like that, if that stuff has to be taken away, those books better come first. So, you know, with that just being said and known that, you know, still my dad still had that policy. Now he said, hey, he's going to be the dumbest one in his household. So, you know, he made sure we knew that all the time. You know, <laughs> so, so you and I are coach. So in today's time, I know things are different, yeah. but in today's time, what is it that you expect from an athlete who truly wants to go? Everybody wants to go to a university. Yeah. They, they, they want to be that guy. They yeah. want to be that guy. So yeah. what is it that you expect from him as a football player by the time he gets to the 11th grade? 
Well, by that time, hopefully, you know, ninth grade, a lot of them trying to figure it out. You know, they're trying to find a place, you know, in, in the school and how they're going to do it. You know, they they start meeting new people because, you know, that start being a blend of different middle schools coming together. So everybody's trying to make their own way and look, you know, how they want to look or present themselves like, you know, how they want to present. But, you know, that's one of the the ages we tell them like look man you nobody here is going to be here for you later on so you got to really look out for yourself and and really make sure yourself is the one that's kind of pushing and driving you because you know you can get around the wrong crowds and 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 start kind of falling off the map but you know by junior year we we, we're expecting like hey man all that ninth grade stuff that 10th grade stuff is the playfulness is out the door but that's kind of where it starts at though you got to have that push starting even before junior year, you know, to, to make sure that you can excel and, and be that great player or great, even at, it's really the student first, you know, you got to be that great student before you can become that great athlete. You know, it, it's not that field is good, but like we tell, and I try to iterate it all the time, like, look, man, you can be the best athlete out here and don't have those grades. Guess where you're going to be at? at the same place at, at home you're not going to get in you're not going to be able to qualify so I mean you you have to really push those guys and make sure you know because they see all the the high the highlights you know they want to be everybody want to be flashy like oh look at me and I'm like man I'm gonna tell you one thing that's impressive you tell people to look at these grades and you a star athlete then then you tell them to look at you you worry about that first but you know it, it's hard you got to keep pumping it though that's that's one thing we got to you got to keep hitting it on, hitting them on the head with it and and making sure till it till it sticks cuz sometimes it takes some of them longer than others for it to actually stick in their mind that hey I might I might need to get these grades up so well, well I truly understand that you are a you are a diamond and I'm not talking about a diamond in the rough. You've been buffed off. And I know that Mr. Pearsall, like I know him, he'll probably touch on something in this world. But you keep using that word academics, academics, academics. So I'm a fast track. So you got a kid. He's a senior. Yourself, you look back on your senior year. You graduate with a 4.0. You go to college to play football. You on the University of Georgia. I got the stadium behind me. That's hey, a you hey, hey, you make me want to wait fast hey, track to the Saturday. You know hey, what I'm that, that's saying for stadium hey, back there behind pumping, me. You know, hey, you start getting I'm, I'm, I'm pumping Georgia Bulldogs, baldogs, baby. I hey, know about dogs. playing between the hedges, buddy. I know about that. I know oh, yeah. about Uga. You know, that, <laughs> hey, come on now. Let's talk about it now. Hey, I know, you know when you hey, got there. Hey, all hey. that is around the mindset. That that mm-hmm. play, I mean, the euphoria that you oh, yeah. get from oh, seventy-two thousand plus people. Ninety-two. You got to get them ninety-nine. Oh, they be I'm out sorry. there. Nah, I'm sorry. I, for, I forgot it. Hey, oh out. my goodness! You <laughs> one of the top ten largest hey. facilities oh, yeah. in the country. Yeah. But here's you you hop on that education thing, and I know you. We don't have a lot of time, but man, what do you, what do you say to yourself? Because you went. And you played under Coach Rick, awesome mm-hmm. spiritual man. Oh, I yeah. could talk all day about him. I know you can say a few oh, things about that, him as well. Great guy, great guy. But what happens when you find out, finally, all this education, all this focus, you paid attention on your books, then you find out you got an injury that 
is out of your control that stops you from playing football. Oh, yeah. How good can God be when he helped you to focus on that education like you did? But what's going through your mind now? Oh, man, God God is great, I'm going to tell you. Um, you know, just being even past, you know, looking beyond, you know, with academics also, but just, you know, as far as being an athlete, especially going to the university, it's one thing that you have in your mind, like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to make it, you know, I'm trying to make it for my family. So we, we trying to get to that, that next level that, that the star athlete, you, you're going to push yourself, pump yourself. Um, and you know, you got, everybody got that league dream on their mind. Like, Hey man, I'm about to make it to the league. I'm about to do what I got to do to get in that league. And then, like you said, that devastation happened where, uh, one thing, like I said, I don't, I don't know, I, I can put it out there. I had blood clots in my head where I had to hang up my cleats. So, you know, it's just um, to that point where, man, you got all these hopes, these high dreams, and then somebody comes and tells you that, hey, uh, this this probably ain't going to be a route that you can go again. Like, you, you're going to have to change your mind because being on that football field is not in, in your future. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of devastating to kind of – just hits you. You know, it took me a while to get over it. Like, I'm not can't lie about it. You know, uh, took me a while to get over it just because, you know, you invest so much time, effort. Uh, I mean, everything, you know, you kind of putting everything, uh, not necessarily all your eggs in a basket, but a lot of them are still in that, that sure. basket that you, sure. you, you know, uh, you're producing. But, um, you know, like I said, um, like my pops always kind of told me, like, it's one thing that people can't take away from you. It's that education, you know, that, and that's what I kind of heart to my players. Like, man, you know, NFL is really not for long. I mean, and you never know, man. You are ankle injury away or you are injury away from not being able to play at all. You know, it's it's not – it's just that split second where you might have been the man, and guess what? Now you are, you, you're not able to hit that field at all. So um, you just got to make sure that you have something to fall back on. And, and that was the biggest thing I kept trying to tell myself was, man, you know – God got another route for me. So that, that was it. You know, it, it wasn't this football route. So let, let me figure out what it may be. Um, right. So, you know, that was one of the things that kind of got me out of it. Just got back in, you know, got back into church real heavy and, and made sure that I had that 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 uplift that, you know, this if football. It was like I said, it took me a while to get over it. But, you know, I can fall back on the books and the academics that I kind of, you know, made sure that I was stayed up, stayed up on as I was kind of going through the whole um going through, you know, making sure it was a student before the athlete, you know. So, um, you know, it's just – and that's what I kind of – like I said, I try to heart to my players like, man, you are – you just don't know. You can be playing one day and then it's gone the next. You know, it's, it's just that simple, you know. Uh, nothing's promised. Nothing promised, what? like I said. But that academics, those those, right. those books, that mindset, people can't take that away from you. Well, no doubt you were a five-star athlete, man, and I just want to thank you for what you have done in order to lead, because a lot of guys would have given up and just said, man, I can't take it no more, but you stuck in there. You graduated. You got your degree. Hey, man, you, uh, you know who my folks are? Man, <laughs> you think I ain't going to graduate? Don't I know. Man. With that said, <laughs> Mr. Pearsall, he's all yours now. <laughs> Marcus Jackson, a.k.a. Mr. Hey, Jackson, a.k.a. MJ, a.k.a. <laughs> Mr. Iron Man, a.k.a. <laughs> Mr. Strongman, a.k.a. Mr. Basketball and Football, 
Oh, AKA man. Mr. Norcross, AKA <laughs> Mr. Georgia, AKA Mr. Uh, Bulldog, man. AKA Pot Beast and Pot <laughs> Animal, AKA the Human Grizzly Bear, AKA the Quarterback Killer, AKA Mr. Education. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, I was back in my heydays, man. That's my heydays. I had people mad. You can't get away. I see that stadium back there, too. I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Now, one of the things that Tyrone and I always talk about, and he asked me this question, and today he didn't ask me, but this is probably the best show to ask. He asked me the question, how do you find guys? You're all over the country. The organization, our nominating committee, and all the people behind me, try to do our best job to make sure that people get an opportunity to compete for the Watkins Award. Let me paint this picture for you, Tyrone and our audience. We got a list, and in this list, we sent out a mailer. Sometimes from this mailer, uh, we have individuals whereby the package is returned because the address is incorrect. Sometimes the package is delivered to the high school and the kid never gets it. All I know is it was this kid named Marcus Jackson that everybody was talking about. And he was a 4.0 student. And I had this package in my hand. And I'm not going to stand for it. So I swear to this, this happened. I flew down to Atlanta, sight unseen. I went to Norcross's high school practice. I waited outside like a stalker, like a person (laughs) who was scouting them to play the next game. The coaches are looking at me. They're like, why is this guy standing at the fence watching our practice? The one coach comes over and said, who are you, sir? Why are you here? He didn't see this. I said, I'm here to see Marcus Jackson. I have a package and I need to talk to him about this award. He said, you can talk to him after practice, but I got my eye on you. So I I waited for practice to be over. The coach brings him over to me. I say, Marcus, You've been nominated for the Watkins Award. And I tell him a little bit about what it's all about. But I said, more importantly, I'd like the opportunity to present this to your parents because I mailed this to your house, but the address we had wasn't correct. Marcus says, here's my address. Let me take a shower. Meet me at the house in an hour. I then proceed to meet him at the house where I have an opportunity to meet his dad, his mom, his sister, and all of them. And I present the Watkins Award to them. Mom looks it over and says, hey, you know, I think I might have got this, but, you know, I probably threw it away because I didn't think it was something I needed to do. And then once I looked into it, I realized it was something I needed to do. Marcus looked at it like, damn, another essay? (laughs) You know, dad looked at it like, this is what we all about. And the sister looked at it like, you ain't give this to women? (laughs) Right? (laughs) And And so I got a chance to see the whole family dynamic. But the moral of the story is, I had to go down and sit through all of this, take an entire day of flight, make travel arrangements and lodging, but I was not going to let a Marcus Jackson slip through the cracks. I'm talking about an individual who in one high school game put five quarterbacks out the game. I didn't make that up. One high school football game, (laughs) he put five quarterbacks out the game. I didn't make that up. So in having an opportunity to go down and see him, He's one of the few people who having a, a, a state championship high school game 
we told him that he was part of the class of 2002 and that he will be coming to Charlotte and we'd be celebrating him. Uh, he reached out and said, man, I can't let my teammates down. Similar to Zach Banner, I've got a state championship. But his dad and me having sat with him and said, we'll do our best and we'll represent well and, and we'll make sure that the people there understand the significance of this award to us. Now, when I talk about my introduction of you and all the things, I'm gonna tell you this, and, and some people can get mad, they can do what they want. If there was such thing as a six-star athlete, Marcus Jackson was that. You understand what I'm saying to you? Marcus Jackson was that. Oh, the best defensive end, the best defensive tackle I've ever come to, through the Watkins program. From the state of Georgia. From the state of Georgia. So when you talk about that and all the things that you could have done, and all the angles you could have taken. How on earth can you be such a great basketball player, a six-star football player, and pay attention and get a 4.0 grade point average? How do you do it all, Marcus? How do you do it all? Uh, hey, man, it was uh, some long nights because, uh, you know, like I said, you got to get that education first. So uh, it was uh, – my bedtime was about 1 or 2 o'clock. So, you know, I was – I never trusted anybody else answer, so I had to be up writing them papers when I was dead tired, you know, and they're falling asleep on the paper. I might wake up like, oh, man, I got to do my work done. So, you know, just uh, just had to make time for it, man. It was, uh, you know, one thing my folks said, man, is, is make sure I stay busy to stay, keep me off the street. So it was one thing I knew that, hey, I'm going to be in the, involved in these sports, but these, hey, this, this paper got to get written and, and this homework got to get done tonight because it ain't going to be tomorrow. So, you know, uh, so yeah, it was it was a lot of long nights. So like I said, I was uh, uh um, midnight was not a bedtime. It was it was about one or two o'clock most of the nights, you know. And then have to get up and, and try to go uh, be a star athlete and start student at the same time. So you know, we fell asleep a few times, but hey, we had to make sure we got uh, got those books done. Though. I love that all hard work and no shortcuts. At the end of the day, yeah. uh, that really is something that pays off. And really, uh, I've always told people. There is no escalator to success. It's hard work on the way up. Now, I'd like to take people to where they are. And so each and every one of the individuals that listen to our show, they come from different backgrounds and they have different experiences. You know, yours being a more rural area because I came to visit your home. But really bringing that to people who may be listening to the show who may also be from a rural area. Tell me an example of a situation where you had to make a decision and there was an obstacle in front of you and you decided to go this way instead of that way. One or two situations in high school, or you can say college as well, where you had to make a decision and you know in your heart of hearts that this is the wrong way to go, but you were pulled in that direction. But what made you make the decision to go in the other direction? Uh, well, and I'm uh, this is going to be kind of one of those situations that a lot of athletes uh, get themselves involved with now, man. It's just, you know, those parties in high school where, you know, it's it's a lot of, uh, right now, you know, the drugs and alcohol stuff involved with that. And, and it's a lot where you be your friends, the people you roll with, you know, some of your, your partners and your homeboys that you, you kind of you cool with. So, you know, it's either, you know, I, I know a few situations where I was with my friends, you know, they wanted to go to this place and, you know, we was on our way there. But I was like, man, you know what? I feel like some might be might go on and might, I, I don't need to be in that situation. So I might just be like, hey, man, y'all go right ahead and I, I'm going to go somewhere else or find somewhere else to do because I can't, you know, I can't put myself in that that predicament because, you know, I got to make sure that, you know, beyond just just being who I am, I got to make sure I'm not in those situations because, you know, the first thing that goes down when if you're in, in a certain place like that, 
your name is a headline like, hey, uh, Mario has been Marcus Jackson of Norcross High School involved in the da 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 da. So I was trying to keep my folks' names and, and our name out of that paper and out of that, you know, that situation. So, you know, it's a lot of those things that you want to do, but hey, at times you got to say, man, I, I can't do it. You know, I got to I got to make sure that I focus on this goal that I have involved. And, you know, it's all that stuff's going to come back later on. But, you know, right now, this might not be the place I need to be, especially when you know it's different things that's involved that's going to be there. You know it's going to be there, but you got to make that choice on, hey, do I want to really get in that situation? Or, man, maybe I need to go find something else to do, you know. So. (laughs) Now, now, when you you got on with the University of Georgia and obviously began to establish yourself as the guy there, Give our listening audience an idea of what you did to prepare yourself and all the dedication, again, because we talked about it at the high school level, to be at the next level, the best football player, but also a person who makes sure that you pay attention to your books. And you've got all this freedom now because you don't have your parents there with you and you don't have them there breathing down your neck telling you what to do. And so it's up to you now. How do you make that adjustment at the next level in order to stay focused on all the things that you need to do to be successful? So one thing I'm going to tell you, uh, they do try to have it a lot structured when you get to the next level where uh, you don't necessarily have all that free time because you got – so you're going straight from your classes. Most, most of the time, class in the morning. After that, it's straight to the whatever facility you're at. Um, it's, then it's practice, it's film, it, it's weights, it's all that stuff first. And then after that, you know, especially when you're freshman. Uh, you know, you uh, have a uh, mandatory uh, <laughs> academic time afterwards. So you got to study hall. Basically, as soon as you get out that field, like, hey, man, I'm tired. Oh, no, you better get your butt over there to the uh, <laughs> to study hall. And uh, you spend a few hours over there. So, you know, and uh, dozing off because you just had this long, hot, hard practice. And then, you know, like, man, I don't feel like doing anything. But, you know, that's the time you're supposed to take to do your academics. But, you know, half the time it might not get done there. You might have to go take a little nap in the room and then try to get some stuff done. But, oh, you yeah. know, it's just, uh, man, it's really knowing the balance. It's just trying to balance all that and getting you to that getting getting used to that system you know it's, it's going to be day to day and then um just trying to find time and find your way to make sure that you take care of your responsibilities first um just making sure stay on your academics and then look man it's this hey i'm trying to be good so you know once you get there you find out like hey man everybody around here is good you know it's you're not just the only one just got recruited so you look around like dang man maybe i need to step my game up so that was my that's, that was like a shell shocker to me when i first got there i was like man i'm about to come on this field and, and start man i got there i was like man hold on dang he do pretty good too and some of them seniors and all this other stuff hold on man i got to I got to get a little fight going. I got to make sure I make my own way. So, you know, sometimes that take you a little while to say, okay, hey, I, I might need to get my mind together. And then, you know, you start putting forth that extra time in, in, the, in the film room. You start putting forth that extra time with talking to the guys that's there before you. You know what I'm saying? Getting a little little wisdom from the guys that's, that's played the game and that's been out there on the field and in the trenches. Uh, just, you know, doing figuring out some of the things that they're doing that could help you, you know what I'm saying? Just, uh, and then just putting forth that time and effort, you know, you got to kind of weed out some of that, that free time, you know, it's not really free time. It's there, but <laughs> that free time got to be uh, soaking up by <laughs> trying to be good. And, and this extra stuff you need to do to make sure that you are that elite athlete as, 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 as opposed to just being that athlete, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. 
Yeah, and, and you and did that. Take that extra little boost, man. You got to make sure it's it's a mind focus that you got to have, but it's always, you know, it's, it's discipline. You got to, you know, yeah. you got to train yourself and, and make sure your mind is disciplined to, to do the things you got to do to be be the best and be better than others. Because like I said, everybody, when you get in there, man, most of them you look around like, man, these folks good, man. I got to, you know, what what do I got to do to make sure I step over that niche to get myself on on that field, you know? So, you know, okay. it's unfortunately, right when that time was coming on, it's, you know, that's when God told me, hey, uh, it's not there anymore for you. Sorry, buddy. No, no more football. So, you know what I'm saying? It just, it, it was that time I was getting my mind together, but like I said, man, God had another plan for me. So I, I appreciate that, that whole, you know, that experience and that way I can kind of relive it and tell my, you know, that's why I tell my players, man, Hey man, you got to live for today and do your best right now. Cause you know, nothing like you said is promised to you. You know what I'm saying? So. And I want to say you did just that. You really did just that. You took the first year, but felt your way through. By the second year, you'd established yourself as an anchor on that line, just as a second-year sophomore. Now, through your journey, and you shared with our listening audience uh, some of the things that you you were able to overcome, still getting your degree, still getting your master's, and doing everything to prepare yourself for success in the future. Through your journey, and you didn't get a chance to come to the Watkins Award the year that you came into our family, but you did come back and get a chance to meet all the guys that were part of your class. What has the Watkins Award meant to you? I oh, mean, it's, 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 it's dear to me. I, I've, that's one thing I, I try to tell my players now. It's like, you know, it's one thing to be an elite athlete, but the Watkins Award really, it, it, it focuses on being an, an educated elite athlete. You know, it, it builds that camaraderie. Like, man, you're not the only one alone that, is out here trying to be they be better, be greater, or be make sure you're staying on the ball. But that family just like, hey man, it's it's like it's 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 no words. It's, it's, it's words for it, but it's uh, it's hard to come about sometimes. But it's just that that love that you get, like man, hey, you 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 like me, man. You trying to do the same thing I'm trying to do, but you know we can we can do this stuff together, and just shows you that the the time you put in, the effort you put in, and the, the stuff is it's it's well worth it and it's recognized you know that's the biggest thing just being recognized for all that and just you know being amongst some great guys man it's it's a hey, there's star athletes everywhere like hey man hey, i'm better than you but you you we we bought on the same page you know it's a little competition to it too but you know oh, yeah. it's still it's all good but it's it's just man i and i try to heart to my players like man you know the Watkins award is a great family atmosphere that you know it's 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 none other and it's just uh, uh, it's just so just knowing that man, there's somebody out there with you, you know, for you, and, and just you know they got your back, man. It's you know walking. Well, we got the yeah, y'all got a back. So you know, it's just being amongst those elite and and knowing that we can all continue to to move forward no matter the journeys in our lives. You know what I'm saying? So thank you so much. So well spoken and really. You know, I appreciate all the words that you said about what the Watkins Award has meant to you because it really means a lot to us. And one last question I'll ask you before I turn you back over to Coach State. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of the things that you've done since you graduated. We talked about coaching. You can talk about that as well. But some of the things that you've done the last number of years uh, after graduating with your master's from uh, University of Georgia. I, you know, after graduates, I went into education. So I, I, I kind of found my, my way saying that I may, I'm not going to be a teacher because I can't sit up here and deal with other folks' children. But <laughs> guess what? I've been there for <laughs> about 11, <laughs> about 11 years or so now. So, you know, it was just one thing to be able to give back to, you know, the kids I kind of coming through, you know, trying to help out 
others that, you know, I'm going to let them tell let me tell my story to them and then try to make them the best that they can be. So uh, just trying to give back a little service to them and make sure that they are trying to keep them on that path, man, because, you know, it's hard out here, man. It's a lot of things that draws them different ways and, and just trying to get them, you know, to stay focused and, and, and on a, on a, on the right path. That's basically what it was. But, um, you know, just giving back football wise coach for, for, for good for, coach for 10. <laughs> and then, you know, you still got the family though. You know, I got my, my yeah. little five year old, my seven year old, my wife, they, they, they keep me busy around here. You know, it's, uh, these gray hairs ain't for nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Marcus, man. We appreciate you coming on the show. Fun animal, fun beast, six star. Defensive ah, tackle, man. my man, Marcus Jackson. Turn it back over to you, Coach State. Thank y'all. Hey, we only have a few seconds, but I, you got a social network. Somebody can keep up with you. They want to know what you're doing. Uh, yeah, I got. It was well, got a few business, but uh, big, big. I'll put it in the chat for you. Okay, no problem. We'll put it on the website. So, everyone, all I want to tell you, this has been Coach T. Tate. Along with my right hand guy all the time, Jay Everett here. So our special guest, our special guest, Marcus Jackson, another one of our great ones. Welcome from the state of Georgia. From the state of Georgia. Hey, he's rocking. He's rocking. He's rocking his fraternity. You know, he's making sure you know that this can happen. Thanks again, Marcus. Tell the family we say hello. And I man, really look here, we looking for you to bring about the next Watkins Award honoree coming out of North Cross somewhere. Working on it. Working on it. Thank you. We appreciate it. All right. Appreciate that. All right, my man. Thank All you. Right, you too. We out of here, piss off. I just said. See you next Sunday. Put your mind to it.